Welcome to Trady Tuesdays with Jules Zellam from Catalyst Plus. This podcast is for the tradesperson who is tired of working 60 hours each week on their business and who wants to spend more time enjoying life with their family and friends. This is episode number three, how to liberate your life. Welcome back. I'm Jill Zellum and we're here for yet another episode. I really hope that last week was of value to you. How did you go? I would love to know what kind of things you had on your to-do list that was rated in the fours and fives, all the things that you really, really loved and enjoyed to do. If you missed out on last week's episode, go back and check it out. It's, it's a pretty short episode, but I think it is of a lot of value. It is basically starting to create what I call your stop doing list. The stop doing list is everything that you do during the day that either can be automated or delegated. Now, those elements of all the tasks that you do, I hope that you managed to write your big long list of all the things that you did during the day. Um, Even some of the smaller, tinier things that you did, But some of the things that I know that my clients come up with on their stop doing list, which is basically the items that are rated one to three, all the things that are awfully painful to do, or alternatively, uh, those items that um, surely a machine can do better and more automated and systemized. So Some of the things that I know that people do as a tradie and, um, and you know, this is every kind of trade, every kind of craftsperson that we're talking about. So not just the traditional construction trades people, but we're talking, um, even the hairdressers and the beauty therapists, all those kinds of people, right. That have a beautiful craft that they really enjoy doing. So let's look at some of the things that people do on a, um, that are in the stop doing part of their list. So the stop doing is basically anything that is rated a one, two, three. And these are the things that are just really painful things to do. So some of them might be sending a text message reminder or doing a booking So taking a phone call and figuring out a quote time and blocking that out into their calendar and sending reminders to people, um, collecting all the information that you need in order to do a quote. So somebody's first name, their mobile phone, their email address and the location of where they're doing the quote. Or it might be um, just booking in standard services that you do. So maybe it's a cut and a color, short hair, long hair, those kinds of things. And basically what they end up having to do is either hire somebody 
full time to take the phone calls or do all of those messages or they can potentially look at some software that they could use. Other things that I know that people do um, outside of their business that basically means that they have to find time in their own life is to then process uh, a manual quote. They might do it in Word or a spreadsheet. Um, then they have to go home and they have to calculate it, make sure it's all right. They have to type it up, then they have to send it out. Um, other things they might might do in their normal lives might be to clean the house or to mow the lawn. Um, those sorts of things can take up some time. And I just want to point out that, you know, the more time that you have to do these kinds of things, actually means it's less time for you on the tools and less time with your friends and family. And the whole point of this podcast is to show you and demonstrate to you how you are able to go out and create the lifestyle that you want through your business. So some things that I know myself I've done, I um, recently started to make a, a little checklist to clean my home. Now, one of the things that I realized was when I had a checklist, I cleaned my home a lot quicker. And without that checklist, it would take me somewhere between three and five hours because I wasn't actually um, paying attention. I wasn't really doing things in a most systemized order. And also I kind of wasn't enjoying cleaning. Let's be real here. There's some amazing cleaners out there, but for me personally, cleaning was kind of one of those low value tasks that I realized that um, I didn't really enjoy. And even though I love having a nice clean home and it feels really welcoming for me when things are nice and clean, I just wasn't really excelling at that role within my world. And so then I did some research, found a really great cleaner, and the research was done through word of mouth, of course. And they come in and they clean my house once a week. Now, for a really reasonable price, right? So the thing that I started to look at was, hang on a second, they'll bring in a team of people, they clean my house in a really efficient, quick time. And if we say on average, I was saving three hours of cleaning per, per week, over a 12 month period, that was 160 hours that I could either redirect into working on my business or I could redirect in doing fun things with my family and friends. So when I started to look at those kinds of things, I went, hang on a second, that's cleaning. Now let's find a, somebody that can mow my lawns and, and manage my gardens because that takes me about two hours a week. So let's see, I have three hours of cleaning, two hours of lawn maintenance, and Bob's your uncle. I found five hours a week that I can suddenly utilize into my business, or like I said, back into my lifestyle. So the thing that I'm talking about here is not so much being lazy, 
Um, I really want to debunk that because oftentimes we look at these kind of chores or living requirements of being an adult and we go gosh we don't want to do that because um, because that has some kind of symbol of laziness but here's the thing I've also allowed somebody who actually thrives in cleaning and lawn mowing and all those kind of services they thrive in doing that work and they do it so much better than I do and things look really great in my place which is awesome and the other thing is I actually can earn a lot more money doing what I do best when I don't have these outstanding to-do lists that are just overwhelming my brain um, and getting things done so when I've asked you to do your list of one to five the things, every single task that you do, I want for you to take that list and have a look at it. See if there's anything on that list, personal, business, whatever it is, that physically needs a person to do it. Now, my house physically needs somebody to clean it. The lawns and the gardens physically need somebody to do it. However, on my list, I also have ensuring people book their, their tax returns or book a service with me. Now, does that physically need a person or can I use an online booking system? And would that online booking system also send a text message? So the customers are kind of self-serving, right? When you look at your list, in particular, the ones, twos and threes, these are the items that you do because you have to do them. Somebody has to do it. Somebody or something has to do it. And they're of low value task, but they're high, highly repetitive and they also need somebody to be or something to be um, doing it on a regular basis because if it doesn't get done it causes you a problem right so if I don't clean my home this week it's not so bad but after three or four weeks of not doing regular maintenance then it becomes a bit unpleasant to be living in right so um, so from those perspectives that's how you need to look at the ones, twos and threes. Now, the part that is really, really awesome about this is if you are in an industry, there tends to be a piece of software that allows you to do all of these repetitive tasks. So, for example, if you are in the construction industry and you're a pretty small little business, there is really great software out there that's available to you, such as ServiceMate, that allows you to um, have on your Facebook page or on your website a client booking um, list. So they can schedule in and see roughly when you're available to, um, to put a quote in. Um, and you can also get people to fill in a form whilst on that online booking so that they give you your first name, the last name, the email, the address, descriptions, upload photos, 
those kinds of things. If you are in the hairdressing or beauty industry, there's also some software out there that is available to you as well. There's so many pieces of software um, for for your industry to allow you to do that piece. Um, and, and it depends upon the kind of um, um, business that you're running. I know that there's quite a few people that use Get Timely so that you can book online and you've got some very simple services that you can schedule in. Because you can just go from like knowing just a few key elements of your business so that you know roughly how long you need in order to do the work. So that's the element that you can plug into um, that will allow you to use great software that helps you to automate some of these tasks. And those tasks can actually be done without you needing to employ somebody. Um, you might need somebody to help you set it up and that's what we do in, in our work and um, in our Trady Tuesday program. We show you how to figure out what software is best for your business and, um, and help train you on how to use it. But other times it's, it's about delegation. Sometimes you can hire a contractor to do small tasks like my cleaning people or my landscaping people. Those jobs can actually be done better by, by somebody else whose trade it is. Now, I also know that sometimes you actually might need physically an employee that can do all of those tasks. And from here, when you're looking at having an employee, you want to make sure that you're really, really clear on what it is that you're delegating and what it is that you're creating. Because here's the thing that I often find people do. They often will look at what you're about to process. Um, they go, okay, I know that um, I need a receptionist, for example. And then they just assume that that person knows how to do everything the way that you want it done. And then they go off and six months down the track, they realize that they've been paying wages for somebody that's not doing what you want. And that is like the classic thing that we all do because we go back and we focus on our trade, doing the things that we love. So the fours and the fives, which might be interacting with your customer, delivering a really amazing service, or doing a really great, um, finding a really great solution to a complicated problem. Or if you're, I don't know, a painter or a builder, you're making things look absolutely precise and detailed. Those might be the elements that you absolutely love about your job and your business and you want to spend more time on. And when we, what we often do when we're hiring this person is we go out and we hire another us, another person that reminds us of ourselves, but that's not where the task really is. And that's what I would love for us to talk about next week, which is starting to delve into the different kinds of personalities and what kind of personality really enjoys the, the different types of jobs that you might have available to you in your business. Hopefully 
this week has been of help and I'm really looking forward to hearing about all of your strategies on what you can do to change, like to eliminate your ones, twos and three tasks in your stop doing list. Let me know if that was of help in the comments below and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week. If you found this podcast helpful, come on over to tradytuesday.com.au and join our Accelerate crew from Catalyst Plus.